to uh, If It's Game We Play, the podcast where we talk about special E3 edition, E3 2018. E3 2018. Todd Howard returns. Return of Todd Howard. Three E's. F. Fallout 76. Whoa. That's Electrolytes. You need them. It's hot in LA. You gotta hydrate. And... Evanescence. And Evanescence. The three E's. Fallout 76. Um, Electrolytes. Remember to hydrate. And Evanescence. Wake me up inside. Wake me up inside. That's the theme of E3 this year. Uh, We're very excited about it. Um, I'm Kai. My pronouns are they, them, theirs. I'm Hannah. My pronouns are she, her, hers. Do you think one day we'll stop introducing ourselves in the podcast because we're so famous and popular? No, because the like the McElboys always do that. Like, oh, I think that's it's, true. And Karen and Georgia. You, uh, Karen and Georgia always, don't do it. Yeah, they do. Do they? Yeah. No. Yes, what? they do. They don't introduce themselves. Yes, they do. Uh, I don't know. Most of the time they do. I felt like, well... I feel like, no, I'm like... <laughs> Anyway, I, mean, I think it's I think it's a cute it's thing that we do. It's good practice, and most of the no, podcasts I listen to always, except for like I only listen to the Mountain Goats because like yeah yeah because we like, know who John Darnielle uh, is. Joseph Fink at the be- top of the episode before John That's Darnielle true. starts talking uh, introduces the conceit every time. Anyway, I like the practice of the pronouns because I don't know what many other podcasts that do that. Right. I don't listen to. Well, any, you also have to to uh, like. Um, cater to the fact that people aren't necessarily like this might be the first episode people listen to well welcome to our point. podcast where we talk about the logistics of our podcast uh-huh. and E3 it's a podcast about podcasts hello it's very meta we're very excited about it um, let's talk about the three E's yeah because I don't have anything for call out corner and I just listened to our last episode cool a Fallout 76 we'll get to that you're very excited I'm about very that. excited I, I don't care I know. I love Fallout a lot. <laughs> so last night, we stayed up until 2 a.m. for you, the listener, watching a bunch of E3 we press coverage. We watched the Xbox press conference. We did. And it was and the, uh, long. Small, and the, a portion of the Bethesda conference, just the Fallout 76 portion. Because that's the, the only Bethesda portion conference. that I really care about, I think. I care about the others. Aaron I mean, said I was cool. Too. They announced a new Elder Schools. What? They didn't really say anything about it, but they, they announced said, Elder Schools 6. It was, it, was just, it was just a fantasy landscape that they've... And the words, and, and the words, Elder Scrolls Six. Oh jeez. To the Skyrim music. That's all they did. Oh boy. But people are psyched. And no, I'm psyched. Also, they also um, announced a thing called Starfield. Starfield. Which is going to be. Starfield. Yeah, it's it's all about you playing an astronaut. Yeah, you're in you space. Play, it's, it's like uh, but that's massive just doing Mass it. Effect, but you hate Mondays. Oh, I see. Okay, what? I understand. It's a Garfield reference. That's why I said Garfield. Oh, I was like, quietly I was into like, the mic. Explain the thing that you just said. Yeah, <laughs> you just said an insane thing. But imagine a Skyrim or a Fallout, but, but in space. space. Oh so, my gosh! So, I, so here's the thing. I'm Which excited. That's good. Well, you're not wrong. I'm excited for the new Elder Scrolls game that I. What was that? It was the little clip on my bike that I fucking with. <laughs> that I know nothing about, aside from the fact that it is an Elder Scrolls game, which I buy and play all of. Um, yeah, I've never missed a... I've never missed a Bethesda, Bethesda game, except for Starfield. I'm probably going to miss Starfield. I, I don't know. It just doesn't sound that engaging to me right now. I'll go watch some co- some more coverage of it. Well, there's like, nothing... There is no coverage. There is oh, no, there's cool. nothing. There's a yeah. really cool spaceship that's shaped like a flower. 
I do want to see the announcement that. that it exists and that's Incredible. it. Like, there's nothing else about it. So I'll see as it evolves. Yeah, I've yeah. just never gotten into Bethesda games or Bethesda adjacent games. Like, I know Fallout New Vegas or Fallout 3. Is it Fallout 3 that's not Bethesda? Vegas. Fallout New Vegas okay. is not Bethesda. Um, yeah, that I've ne- even that, like, I've never uh, gotten into Bethesda or Bethesda adjacent games. I mean, I get what you're... I, I, I think that they are a very specific type of game that has a very specific look and feel and, like, gameplay style it's to more, it. It's more... Aaron and I were talking about this before we got here, like, that Bethesda games are a lot more about the world and the exploration, which I'm into, mm-hmm. but they tend to be a lot lighter on story, at least in, like, those... Like, obviously, like, Dishonored is a Bethesda game, and I love Dishonored. It's very it's heavy a, on story. See, well, it's a stu- it's an entire story. New Vegas story. is heaviest on story. That's why New yes. Vegas and is I, my favorite and I still game can't out of all the Bethesda games. It's my least favorite because it had the least offer as far as... I 100% disagree. I think that New Vegas had some of the best world building of all of the Fallout games. I think uh, it the, had the most fleshed out, like... I think, yeah, world building for me, a huge part of world, world. building is it's, like, characters and it's lore. Or and for even, me... I guess not world building. Do you mean, like, like, do you mean like land? Like land Land mass? to run around in. Land to yeah, run around in. least attractive landscape of any Ooh, I think Fallout 3 has the least attractive landscape of any Maybe. Bethesda it's game. it's been a while. But Fallout 4, I love because it, everything looks so vibrant and cool. See, and I don't really care if the landscape is engaging, if the story and the combat. That's the other thing is, like, I couldn't get into New Vegas even though it's story-rich because I, the combat is so clunky to me. Like, I mm-hmm. just don't enjoy, like, Bethesda combat. Except for, like, it's, like Dishonored is a different thing. But, like, Bethesda, sure, sure. The, the big Bethesda RPGs, the combat has always felt so rigid to me. I'd probably like Fallout 4 better, um, just because it's probably newer. Would. But I mean, yeah, I, I would try it if I were you. I I know you don't like Fallout 4. I mean, it's well I'm, documented. <laughs> you I know this. We like talk Fallout about it every 4. time. I think it's just, I, I think you're completely right in that fact that I like burnt myself out on it, and I don't like some specific gameplay mechanics to it. But it's to not the a point. bad game. It's not a bad game. Thank I don't, you. <laughs> I don't I've been like, making that point for so, like, if you pay it's play been months. anything for 500 hours, you're probably not going to like well, it that much anymore. The issue Especially is, if you play it in large chunks. I was dissociated. The issue yes. is that there are know, some very specific. You usually really do that when you're bad plays yeah it's not just the you the abstract i know i know this there are there are some specific gameplay mechanics that are just very displeasurable to me like sure. a lot a lot a lot of the um oh what are the uh like communities that you build called the, like Aaron? town like towns ships towns st- homesteads homesteads townships homesteads townships i think it's homesteads all of the all of the like all, all of the like places that you build the repetitive nature of the quests, if you build enough of them, eventually you can't do any other quests besides saving your towns. You, like, just constantly they're under attack and well, constantly you, you have to go save them. can you not build as many townships then? Yes, but I didn't... That's not an option for me because I like <laughs> building the townships. Well, it sounds like the, you just created a you problem. And I, you didn't well, like the problem you created. I don't like that that's a gameplay mechanic that they're constantly under siege and you constantly be having have well, to do quests for Preston. To the world. I mean, I guess, but like they could make the it adjustable building. or or I, I don't know. Well, I just think just it's such a. You could just not build like thirty townships. I just think it's such a hassle that all of your townships one. are constantly under siege. I wish that there was like a mechanic to send companions to go like guard a township or something yeah. or something because you can no, build don't. defenses it's i don't just you disagree have to go it's just most them. people don't build like 30 townships that's not true i feel like a lot of people build all the townships i don't very much this because like i personally i mean i don't we're different game players but like i personally if i played fallout 4 based on that information just wouldn't build any well townships. you have that information i did not have that information right. how but many even, townships did you build i just built 
don't see. Yeah, the that's point. what I would do. I don't see the point in building a whole bunch of like. That's fair. When they started building San Francisco, they were like, "Well, let's put San Francisco a bit over here and a bit over here." Building like a bunch that you build up, not out. That's how urban planning works. Listen, I get where you all are coming from, and that makes a lot more sense than what I did. But when you claim the townships, you like have to. I just felt so yeah, obligated. Yeah, I felt so obligated to the people that lived there after I gave them food and water that I, I like tried to send them to my one big one, but then I ran out of room. See, and I just yeah. I love those people so much. I will again, it's a little bit of you, pro- <laughs> you problem in the way that say, you played that game. I'll say this: uh, Fallout New Vegas has the best quests. Correct. That's part of my Fallout argument. Oblivion has, has the best quests too. Fallout, yes, correct. Yes. Fallout Four has the worst quests. Fallout Four Fallout has 4 the has worst a quests. Lot of bad Oh, yeah, Thank then I don't you. Also, that's why I don't like it. Also, that's not any that's part reason of it. that you've given thus far. We're, 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 gonna, we're still talking about it. We were going to get but there. I, but I enjoy exploring and the combat of Fallout 4. It's got much more. better combat. It's got way more to explore. You're and completely because, correct. Because of those things, I prefer it because I don't even... You, since Oblivion, I don't even play the quests really. Skyrim is my least favorite Bethesda game. Okay, so explain. Far. Let's hear. Uh... I thought those quests were very boring and cookie cutter. The dragons yeah, were no, like yeah. I, I mean, I don't like Skyrim. The dragons well were all more annoying than they were entertaining to okay. fight. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all of the really cool guilds and quest lines and we're lost, I felt. In, yeah, that were in Oblivion. Yeah, we're just gone. Like, Oblivion. We're not equal. Quest lines for the guilds were some of the coolest story arcs that I've ever I, been through in a game, and I truly felt involved with yes. all of the characters and my character's role in the world. And then Skyrim, everything I did just seemed like they were trying to rush me through everything. Yeah. Just to, like, make me as powerful as possible as quickly as possible. Yeah, and then the gameplay is engaging. The thing is, yeah. I, I completely agree with you, and I think that's part of the reason why I keep saying Fallout 4 is a bad game, because I don't care for the companions. I don't find the companion storylines to be interesting I whatsoever. Need, I just dog meat and Nick Valentine. Yeah, I mean, Nick Valentine is great, but the thing is, I loved, 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 loved a New Vegas, like, Arcade Ganon. Um, like, his entire fleshed-out backstory was so engaging to me in so many like specific ways like the enclave guy the ex-enclave guy um i'm sorry hannah (laughs) can we talk about something that the other hosts of the podcast yeah sorry um let's go back to e3 press conference (laughs) i think fallout 76 will be the most colorful fallout game thus far it does look very colorful which is very exciting no desire whatsoever to play it looks cool like the 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 one mechanic that i like i was pretty bored during the whole thing but the one mechanic that i because i just don't i also don't like like multiplayer games like that i just have no interest in it and then the the fact that you can get nukes and just nuke the whole thing like you could build this whole township and then if you're playing because the way if you're playing and like whatever like there might be private servers or whatever i just don't like the idea that you could put all this time into this thing because if what if that happened to me one time if i like built i would rage quit for like an hour i wouldn't even rage quit i would just be like this is what i would expect it and quit the game yeah forever Um, like that it does not appeal to me at all the one thing that I found interesting in the whole thing because I was just like well this sure is a fallout game um, <laughs> was that they have actual West Virginia cryptids as Mothman yeah I like that Mothman is in that game yeah, yeah that's cool but that also tight. like you could just I'll watch just, me play yeah and I'll just listen to the Adventures in Amnesty and yeah get the same that's fair that's <laughs> fair listen it's basically the Adventures in Amnesty um, <laughs> Hannah what was your favorite game that we saw last night um, the game that, the two games that I thought looked the coolest, mm-hmm. uh, Cyberpunk 2077. Cyberpunk 2077, that reveal at the end. Dope. Holy that shit. That game looks so that cool. That was a really silly reveal where um, they were like, oh, oops, 
and then the computers are bad. It's by the Witcher people, which the Witcher has problems, but like the Witcher Witcher, does have problems. uh, It's by the Witcher people, and it's like the Witcher. It's gonna have all free DLC and no microtransactions, and it's just gonna be. And it's just you. It's just you. It's so yeah. I like that company. I like that company's dedication. I think the aesthetic for that. You know what people like about video games? Yes. We're gonna keep doing that and not change all of that. Um. And uh, the game that I thought, so that game looks dope. I'm very um, excited. I want to talk about that some more. The 10 different, uh, this is a post-apocalyptic world and you're fighting for survival, I guess. There were 12, games. I think. There were yeah, a lot of like, those bad boys. Yeah, they were like 15 boys. brand new games. And, and it's like all of them are apocalyptic. at least 10 of them were different iterations of Fallout 76, basically. You can watch some more reasons about why that is on Polygon's YouTube yeah, channel fiend with zone Jenna about the Fiend the new, Zone. Uh, she has a master's in, like, media and communication studies, which yeah, is really cool. cool. Um, um, but, like, basically, the theme the theme of the apocalypse is, like, rising and becoming salient in our culture right now because, like, the U.S. is, like... <laughs> we're all gonna it's fucking we're all gonna die. die. It's been doing that since... Oprah named the road. Like, yeah, yeah. No, like, it's it's been a long call. Yeah, I think it starts with the road being. Well, zombies and survival are different because right now, like, it's not all just zombies. I think right. it's because zombies were the cultural horrors like like previously, yeah. but now it's shifting. Like Jenna talks about how it's shifting away from that and towards environmental horror, where the environment yourself is it's, itself is attacking you, and also where just like the monsters are other people, or there are no monsters. Like speaking of which. No, I'm going to see Annihilation. I really yes. want to see Annihilation. Yeah. Be, be aware that it's going to scare the shit out of you. Yeah. It'll, it'll spook him, but we'll, I'll watch we'll it in broad it. daylight. I like yeah. me and Natalie Portman. Um, yeah, The Road, I wanted to make my joke about, uh, it's not even my joke. Somebody in a, a creative <laughs> writing professor of mine once described Cormac McCarthy as the Dave Matthews band of literature, and I think that's beautiful. What? Who was that? Cormac McCarthy, the guy who wrote no. The Road. Oh, I don't what know. I don't remember professor? who. I don't remember who it was. I don't remember who it was. No, I'm just laughing at the fact that I that you assumed that I meant who was Cormac McCarthy. You just McCarthy. said, who was that? I'm and you the literature didn't, professor. You had no specifics attached to what you mouthed That's me. fair. Listen, I had no okay, context. That's totally fair. I had said several names. I could have predicted, you could have meant anybody. Uh, you also could have said, what is that? No, that's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. Um, don't you get snarky with me. Anyway, uh, the G- Devil May Cry 5 looked cool. Devil May Cry I don't 5 care about Devil May, Cry 5, Devil May Cry, but it's doing that thing that I think to me where uh, like the new God of War did where like I've never cared about God of War but I really want to play because it's it's part of the franchise but it's also kind of rebooting the franchise and And Dante's not emo anymore I I think there was a different character though when I saw on Twitter this morning I don't know anything about Devil May Cry so I couldn't tell you but um and um what else there was that game where all the anime men fight each other yeah uh, I don't care about that but it was funny it was a shonen jump game I'm I'm gonna end with the game that I think looks the coolest I'm just naming a bunch of other games there was that really shitty looking game from the Life of Strange people about the child about like it's like they took they're like hey you know what people like about Life of Strange which is like dynamic queer characters I don't know why honestly Life of Strange Life of Strange games are not good so I don't know what people really like about them oh I don't think they're bad I think they're not good we um, both played them. Yeah, that doesn't make them good. Kai, you've played 500 hours of Fallout 4. Why do you make these erroneous arguments? <laughs> Which I just acknowledged was not a bad game. Um. Anyway, it doesn't make it a good game. And I've only played the second one and okay. only because it was okay, gay. Okay, 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 that's fair. That's but fair. they took, they were like, why are you like this today? <laughs> they took, they were like, 
you know what people like about the Life is Strange games and like the dynamic queer characters and like the interesting cast and blah, blah, blah. What if instead we made a boring look, very boring looking game about a little white boy? What if we did that? You know, what if we did that? Because you know what games don't have enough of is protagonists that are little white boys. We have all been children once. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> that was part of their advertising we really, technique. Yeah, We've we, all been kids. We really you don't see enough how you young, kid? young white boy representation in media. Oh my um, god! Anyway, the, the game productive that I, futurity, am I right? The, the game that I thought looked coolest from the Xbox press conference, and this is we're not going to record again until next week, and like all of E3 will have happened by yeah, then. So yeah. we'll have more to talk about. But right now we just have like Bethesda and the Microsoft conference has happened. I don't know much about it. Yeah. Uh, the Sony conference is happening today. Uh, the Xbox conference has happened. Um, yeah. But we happy few. I'm so stoked about that so game. So good. I'm it's honestly, it looks so good that I might get over my easily sp- like spooked. Like I might just get over myself and play it and be spooked because the game looks amazing. I mean, I am very passionate about dystopian like literature and everything um so the idea that i could get in there and play what looks like a really fun mashup of of like 1984 and like brave new world and like all, but also but yeah also and then also like engaging. dishonored and what erin what did yeah, you say and like dishonored like? bioshock and bioshock like yeah bioshock, I, I love 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 nice, bioshock because that was similar brave new world yeah and and like uh we even maybe what we by semyotin Oh, I haven't read that. It's it's a good one. It's from the 1920s. Um, so like all of these like the Nintendo Wii (laughs) and like the Wii would also be thrown in there. Um, I it just looks like such an engaging game. And now that we have more of the plot, yeah, we have a little bit of of the plot. I was like, oh my god, really cool, really cool looking story, really cool looking characters, really cool style and aesthetic. The aesthetic is gorgeous. It's so colorful and. engaging to look at and also like horrifying yeah it's it looks Um, like it's doing what it's doing really well yeah i'm always i'm so impressed every time when um games use like the the meanings of color effectively like games use stuff like camp effectively Mm -hmm. i I don't think this is camp necessarily but it seems kind of camp i don't know it looks really really good yeah it looks really good looks awesome i'm also Um, really freaked out by masks like that yeah i don't like those at all excited to be freaked out Um, by those masks i get so anxious when playing games like that can't wait uh and then the thing that i was probably most disappointed by our reaction bot to was the kingdom hearts 3 trailer because kingdom hearts 3 is legitimately coming out this year i believe it actually now if it it doesn't i won't care but there's like enough actual (laughs) gameplay footage and like I think that, is there a release date? Yeah, I mean they said November, right? They said November tenth. I thought that was Fallout seventy six. Oh, maybe it is. Will you look it up really yeah. quick? Yeah. Um, but because I was watching the trailer and I, the whole well, first of all, I don't care about in fact actively. <laughs> it says twenty eighteen, just generally. Yeah, I was gonna say I didn't early twenty nineteen is the new is the new thing. Okay. So it's not probably January twenty nineteen. Yeah. And I probably won't care by the time it does. Yeah. But. In fact, actively loathe and I'm against Disney now in my adult politically informed life mm-hmm. um, and how they exploit people. Based on the CEO and, and shit. Well, I, everything. They're yeah, racist, yeah, no, they're homophobic, totally. they exploit people, like the CEO, blah, blah, blah. Like, they, every, top, toe to tip, Disney sucks. Um, they make a couple, some good movies. Like, I just saw a review of uh, Incredibles 2 that said it was amazing, so I'm very excited, excited about, about Incredibles that. Incredibles 2. Um, and, like, Pixar mostly makes garbage now. Again, do not support these companies. Uh, Who made Coco? So Pixar. Oh. Um, so I uh, don't really want to give them my money, but I was also watching the trailer and I was like, 
uh, this looks fucking dumb. Like, I can't find myself getting invested in this world as an adult. Uh, I think Aaron and I were talking about this before you got here, too, that um, uh, they wa- it's just they waited too long and their audience grew up. I mean, yeah, I genuinely think that not only, okay, so not only did they wait too long and their audience grew up, right, none of us are as gonna, gonna be as engaged in the storyline any, anymore, they also didn't make it engaging enough to new players. Like, it totally, doesn't feel yeah. like they're either going to get their old audience back or gain a new audience. Right, like I think the trailer three relied, is gonna flop. I kind of hope so. The trailer relied a lot on already being invested in the Kingdom Hearts world, yeah. and I was for years as a yeah. kid. Um, but the last game came out literally 13 years ago when I was 12 years old. Yeah. Um, and so now looking at it, I'm like, first of all, who the fuck made the decision? To, I mean, may, again, maybe they did a Tangled, because Tangled was not like that popular. It was an okay movie. Yeah. I, I thought it was, it was better than Frozen, because I do not like Frozen. Frozen. That's well documented. Um, fucking at me, fight me. Let's go. Let's talk about how Frozen's bad. Um, and, um... Although, let it, we were at, thank you. When we were at we're, tracks, I, I have, the reason I like Frozen is because. Your uh, dead friend liked my, it. My dead best friend liked yeah. it, thank you very much. Um, He lives on my finger now. Uh, yeah, do you want to explain the thing, the wild oh, thing right. that you just um, said? Because uh, I know what his, it means. What, what he wanted when he passed was to, uh, for his ashes to be turned into a diamond, so I shelled out several several thousand dollars and definitely did that for him and now he gets to come everywhere with me um which that's very touching but that doesn't make frozen a good movie <laughs> anyway we we, we listened to let tra- it go we were at yeah <laughs> we were at tracks which is a gay club in denver one time and a like dance remix of it was disney night and a dance remix of let it go came on and i was drunk and i did dance and i cried um, it's a pretty, that's an okay song, but it also comes, I'm going to go on a brief diversion about how I think Frozen is a terrible movie. Okay, yeah, let's it's talk an, about okay, that. It's a pretty good song, but it comes like 15 minutes into the movie. Like, yeah, it comes it, real quick, and it it's was the like, banger of the film. It's the like, it's the act one finale, if it was a musical, that would be, it was like if you did Wicked, but Defying yeah. Gravity was the second number in the show, <laughs> and you'd be like, that's okay, fair. I guess I have the whole rest of the musical to watch. That's how I felt, is like... Let It Go happens like 15, 20 minutes in, and then I was like, okay, do I still have to watch the rest of this movie? Because I kind of <laughs> thought that was going to be the finale based on, you know, how musicals work. Um, and I just think it's really, that song about the fixer-upper was a gross song, and like, it was just so, the problem is before I saw it, it was so overhyped, because at the time, Tumblr decided it hated it and was really mad about it for mm-hmm. various reasons, and... So that was half of what I was getting, and the other half of what I was getting was Frozen is the best movie ever made. It's Disney's it's best about film. Sisters and it's not love. blah blah blah. Yeah. Like it's incredible. It's Disney's best film. Blah blah blah. And so I had these. I did not have any moderating viewpoints. I only had it's a fucking piece of shit or it's the best movie ever made. What Kai? I have developed a question. What do you mean by the song "Fixer Upper" is gross? Um. It's just, like, that notion that, like, you can fix people and then they become lovable, I think is really I don't. I feel like that that's not the notion of that song, the way that I interpreted it, was that, Maybe, like, you again. should, you, like, people that you love do have flaws and you love them and their flaws, or, like, you... I believe it. That's I haven't seen this movie in years, and I have no intention felt like of to me. So, yeah. I definitely am not going to make you re-listen to it. That's just what that song felt like to no, me. No, I believe it. And I'll take, like, I, I'm not going to stand by the thing I said sure, about sure. that because I don't know or care enough about it now. But so I only had these, like, this is the best movie ever made, this is the worst movie ever made mm-hmm. viewpoints, and then I saw it, and I was like, this was fine, I guess. I guess. So I was just so, I was disappointed because I didn't have 
any emotions about it. I was yeah. just like, I'm bored. Can this be? And I was watching it with people who were like singing along to every song. And I was like, shut the fuck up. I've never <laughs> seen this movie. Um, and people were very irritating. And uh, <laughs> now, yeah, I like saw it and I was like, I guess that was okay. Like I thought Tangled was better and it's basically the same movie. Uh, I don't, I didn't care about Tangled nearly as much. I didn't care about either of them at all. But when I saw Tangled, I was like, that was pretty good. And when I saw Frozen, I was like, that was okay, I guess. And it's partially context, but it, I think it just means that they're both mediocre movies and I saw them in different contexts. Listen, I don't disagree, Anyway, but, like, all of that it's... is related. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to bring it back to video games. Yeah, quicker. no, fine. Um, all of that is to say that they have a Tangled and a Frozen level. Yeah, and I was three. actually just mainly for surprised some... that Kingdom Hearts was coming to the Xbox. Hellforsaken reason. Yeah, they and I was that in like, yeah, and I, I was surprised I then, too. That. I 100% did not believe that that was actually happening then. Well, none of us believed. I thought they were just going to be like, no, that was a joke, actually. Can none you... of us believed that. And now, if it's coming out early 2019, like, it'll come out like late t- It'll come out like late 2019 and no one will care at all. No one will care at all. But I think you might be Poor right. I think Kingdom Hearts 3 might 3. I don't feel bad for it. I mean. It's Square Enix, which is a garbage company, and Disney, which is a garbage company. What does Square Enix do? I, they just make shitty games. That's, that's, I don't know. I've liked some of their games, I feel. I've liked some of their games, too. Like, they make fucking Tomb Raider, and I love that game. But that doesn't make them not a garbage company. No, that's 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 fair. That's, that's like, completely EA fair. Like, EA makes a lot of good games, yeah. but they are a garbage company. What is what, you, what is EA's, like, motto? Challenge EA. everything. Yeah, that's it. Thank you. Thank or you. EA Sports. <laughs> it's in the game. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, God. That's what <laughs> I wanted. It hurts so badly Locker. to do that. <laughs> <laughs> please. Please Ooh, come help oh, us. Oh, that's more like my... So... Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Solid snake. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts me really bad I to wish, do that. I wish the announcer and Smash Bros. <laughs> 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 solid snake. <laughs> it's just me announcing all the Smash Bros. characters. And Anna's just <laughs> so ill. <laughs> the whole time. I'm fine. That just no, really she's not actually hurts Ill. Hurts my throat. To it's do. just it's a funny bit that like the, the announcer solid of Super Smash Snake. <laughs> if I do it. Solid snake. Yeah, you have to support with your breath. I'm trying. I, I know, don't. I know. My I'm vocal not, like, cords are much higher you. than yours. Yeah, I know it's true. So to get mine to do the same thing, I have to hurt them. There's vocal fry and there's vocal singe, and, and then, then there's solid like... snake. I, there's vocal um, uh, vocal immolation. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there vocal is vocal immolation. Yeah, that is. sounds like a really cool band. No, it doesn't. It definitely does. It sounds like a band that thinks they're really cool. It sounds like a band that I would listen to when it I was 14. It sounds like a shitty high school metal band. It sounds like a shitty high school no, metal band No, you know band what it I sounds like? In. A city high school... A shitty... A city high, high school. A shitty high school Christian metal band. Oh, jeez. I exactly probably would have been in that like. when I was 14. And you know that I'm right. I, you Can are you right. talk about the most embarrassing... So Kai and I <laughs> were talking about the most embarrassing graphic tees we've ever owned the other day. Oh no! Uh, You're gonna make me talk about this. Yeah, on I'm gonna make you talk about okay, it. Okay, yeah. So, um, I had and I'm a post crush it on our social media. Oh Jesus! I had a crush on a girl in middle school who was a total terrible human being. Mm-hmm. Um, well, she was a middle schooler. Yeah. Well, so was I. Um, but yes. she loved, loved, loved We the Kings, and I was like, I love We the Kings now. We the Kings is a very good band. Um, what's We what's the Kings? Th- for those of you who don't remember, wasn't that the one Miley Cyrus's brother was in, or was that? Oh my God! I don't know. Anyway, it was a really terrible. Um, it was a Christian, Christian like, uh, pop punk rock, band. Yeah, from um, the from early two thousands, from two thousand five. Um, 
and I'm trying to remember, uh, Travis Clark was his name. Travis Clark was the lead singer. And uh, my friend really loved Travis Clark. So when we went to go see We the Kings when they came to Denver, uh, our parents drove us because we were children. Yes. And um, we made graphic tees with Travis's face on the front and We Love You Travis in the back. And it was probably the worst thing that I've ever worn or owned. Yeah, that's Kai's most embarrassing graphic tee. Mine was, uh, I don't have any pictures of this, I don't think. Um, but it was like tan and had guitars on it. And it, I think it said everyone loves a country girl. Because um, I only listened to country music for the first 10 years of my life. And uh, I was, I remember being at Ross Dress for Less and beg, literally begging my mother to buy this shirt for me. Um, and crying in the dressing room. I would love more than anything if we could find a photo of you. I will shirt. have to, yeah, I'll have to like look through we all my photos. We can go photos. to your parents' house and go through all of your family photo albums until we, we find this photo. We don't have physical family photo albums. Oh, you don't? No, because we were people in the 21st century. Oh, I have family photo albums. Yeah, from when I was like a small infant. Oh. But not from when I was like 13. Weird. Because we were pe- human beings who lived in the 21st century. We That's... Didn't, dude, it was harder to get physical photos. Because well, okay. you had just, to get them uploaded digitally. I just learned that I'm the weird one. Yes, because you, when you had digital photos, after they stopped, like film cameras weren't ubiquitous. You had to. It was. It became, I understand the technological. <laughs> yeah, it became more efforts to have a physical family photo. Album. Yeah, no, that's true. It definitely instead did. of just having digital photos. Listen, I get what you're saying. We had one of those digital picture frames that rotated. Well, anyway, I, I I hope that you eventually find a photo of you wearing this because there I are definitely photos of me wearing that. Um, so just entered the room. Hello, can Henry. we go back to uh, can we go back to E3? Yeah, can we? Yeah, can we, we talk about video games? Should we do like the normal parts of our yeah while we're too? playing right now? Yeah. And like, okay, we're only 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> E3 is important. E3 is, we said it was the special E3 edition. Yeah, this is the special E3 edition. I don't have anything E3 else edition. to say about E3 because it's I have other things to say about much, E3. Oh, okay, what do you have to say about E3? I mean, I want to go back into it after we talk about all the regular things. Okay, I'm just curious because that was pretty much all that we saw about E3 I mean, yesterday. I wanted to talk more about oh, Cyberpunk Oh, there was that cool, you just Oh, well, we don't know that much about it. It just looks dope. Wait, what were you going to say? There was that cool what? There was that cool, the Dark Souls people making the Samurai game. Oh, yeah. That was dope. Dark Souls. Dark yeah, that's something Shadows Die Twice. Um, yeah, Shadows Shadows Die Twice. Yeah, that yeah, was it. Yeah, but what is the first title? That's the subtitle. Uh, Sekiro. Sekiro. Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Sekiro Shadows, Shadows Die Twice. Um, um, that game looks dope. That game looks like it's going to be so hard, and I I'm will not really play good. it, but I'll watch somebody play it. The combat looks really fun. The, the combat, combat looks, looks really so engaging, and, and I think that the... I I do... I like this art style better than I like the Dark Souls art style because it's much more bright and engaging. To me, I just really struggled to get into the game Dark Souls partially because it's so dark. Like, everything is so dark. Including the souls. Including the souls. But not limited to the souls. Listen, um, anyway, I think this game looks a lot more playable for me just based on the color scheme, honestly, which is a really silly thing to have such a hang-up about. Um, Yeah, thank you. You're not wrong. Listen, like I I'll try I, playing Fallout 4 again if that's what you, you all want. You don't have to. You've played 500 hours. We just, I just want you to have more, examine your opinions on it, which you're doing. So I am I am developing nuanced opinions over yes, here. Yes, you're and examining you can, your, your statements. I feel um, like this episode has been far more aggressive than our normal yeah, episodes. It has. It's been sort of combative, which will lead into what our topic is for the week, oh, actually. Oh, um, oh, Fallout 3, oh, I'm watching you play boy. it. No, I get the color scheme thing, because I'm watching you play Fallout 3, and I'm like, well, this world sure is two different shades of gray it is it literally is two different shades of gray and what's so and that that's, seems very boring to me i it's perhaps 50 shades 
of Grey. I was re- genuinely hoping you weren't going to make that joke. I was hoping that we, as a society, were past needing to make a Fifty Shades of Grey joke. We still have yet to get drunk and watch Fifty Shades of Grey like we planned on doing two years ago. Anybody says the name of the color Grey, I thought we were. No, no, no. You have to say Shades of Grey. Yeah, I thought we as a society were past the point where somebody had to make a Fifty Shades. I'm not past that point. Well, my pop culture references are stuck about. Three years ago, four years ago. Sure, yeah. And we will get drunk and watch that movie. We will. Um, hey, Kai, what are you playing right now? It's Fallout 3. I already know, because I watch you play it. I wish you wouldn't do this to me <laughs> in public like this, in front of these people. Yeah, I'm playing Fallout 3. Okay. Yeah, I'm definitely playing Fallout 3. It's going way, way good. Way and good. It's, also, it's going way good. And it's also only been a few days since we last recorded, since we had our, our late No, no, it's true. Uh, I'm glad that we did that. Um, but I think our funny juices it, are back. Back yeah, on. Back full. It, well, it's just that it, uh, we had a weekend. it has to be like a Sunday has to have passed. Yeah, a Sunday 100% has to have passed. Um, so For the funny juice to come back. Yeah. Uh, it feels like I've lived three weeks since we last recorded. I have lived three weeks since we last day. recorded. I graduated from school, from undergraduate. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you about that. Yeah. Um, um, so, anyway, Fallout 3 is a good you're game. You're playing it. I'm playing it. <laughs> Do you want to ask me what I'm playing this week? No, not really. I'm playing Breath of the Wild. Thanks for asking. <laughs> I'm continuing to play Breath of the Wild, and I'm getting a lot more into it. I'm seeing more, a little bit more of, because I'm spending more time in the Gerudo Desert, I'm mm-hmm. seeing a little bit more of, there's a lot of weird gender policing, just in it, it really only happens in the Gerudo world, like, area of the map mm-hmm. uh, and it happens a ton but I did find a secret there's a secret store you can find a in secret the store Gerudo village isn't that secret it just oh. took me a while to find it and uh, it sells like men armor even though it's, it's this all woman city and you like come in and the lady's like ooh your secret's safe with me and so I decided that I found the secret trans store that is inside of what? Okay. the Gerudo village what if your secret bear with me so Link identifies as a boy right sure and in Gerudo village he's like passing as a girl so what if that lady thinks that your secret is that you're a boy you're like trans and you're a boy what if gender doesn't mean anything yes yes i think the game is saying that your secret is that you're quote-unquote actually a boy uh but i mean that is what being trans is right right yes so (laughs) yes so maybe she so the game i think the game is trying to say that she 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 sees you in these lady clothes and she clocks you and she knows that you're masquerading as a woman because you know you're I mean? a boy but 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 like she doesn't i'm just, i don't think the game is that nuanced <laughs> no it's but definitely I like not that i'm just i'm just playing better. i'm just playing with no i like reading. that reading a lot better that's because she is thinks I keep that you were like the, assigned female birth and you're like trans right all the like magic version is. gender policing that's happening i just keep it's queering fucked. it yeah you better it's fucked but i keep queering it and then if you don't if you queer it then it's it's all delightful if you're just like mm, I'm not gonna take what you meant because none of it it's all ambiguous enough language for the most part that you as the player if you want to queer it can um it's not like hey fuck trans people it's like okay maybe this lady thinks you're a trans man and then y'all keep each other's secrets <laughs> I don't know anyway Kai, what's the gayest thing there's oh, a line no. where she's like we all have secrets maybe we like you don't ask too many questions and I won't either so I think she's a trans lady oh no I really hope it's not don't ask don't tell situation I don't well there's no military so oh thank god okay it's, yes. it's just like I like it's that the, in the Gerudo village like maybe I, everyone's trans in the Gerudo village and they're just too scared to say so maybe I don't know what's the gayest thing you've done this week uh I decorated my hat my cap for graduation with that with that new pride flag i love the new pride flag it's very I see good a new version of it cropping up that's only like half of the triangle oh 
but I, I really like the full, like triangle. The full triangle. So it's yeah. like a full like trans triangle and then brown and black uh, for people. Full trans triangle. Full trans triangle. It's the rainbow flag, but in the corner it kind of looks yeah, like yeah, Puerto Rican the, flag yeah. where it's like stripes and then the corner on the side. Yeah. And the corner is a black stripe, a brown brown stripe, and then the pink, white, and blue yeah. trans. Stripes. And I painted that on my head, and I felt really good about it. And I also. At my school, they do the lavender graduation thing where you get to wear, like, the uh, the banner that is just, like, rainbow and, like, purple and shit. It was very good. I was very pleased because everybody was asking me what I did to get that banner, and I was like, I am gay. I am a gay. I am a gay. And I asked for it. And they gave me special preferential treatment because I'm gay. And I, I really like pissing people off by saying that I get special things for being gay because yeah. you know how people really don't like for you to get... Well, people think that you get preferential treatment for being gay. Which you don't, actually, because I also was uh, trigger warning violence against queer people. Like, I experienced hate crimes at that school. I experienced so so much discrimination at that school. So, like, it really wasn't special treatment, but it definitely, all of that was worth it to get to wear the very special gay banner, I'll tell you right now. Do you want to talk about... That's a joke. Yes, I know. (laughs) Thank you. What was the gayest thing you've done this week? Um... I don't really know because I've just been working for the past several days since we recorded. I mean, that uh, the day that we recorded the last podcast episode, we had a full cast rehearsal for Genderfuck. Oh yeah, which is the show that we're doing. We talked about it last week. Uh, this upcoming Wednesday, the thirteenth at eight p.m. This upcoming Sunday, the seventeenth at se- no seven. other way around. Wednesday the thirteenth at seven p.m. Uh, Sunday the. 17th at 8 p.m. I'm pretty sure. Let me look. I don't think that's right. I think it's right. Let's enjoy this a uh, couple seconds. Nope, it no, it is Wednesday I'm the 13th at 8 yes. and 17 at 8 and 7, Sunday the 17th at 7. At Mutiny Information Cafe. At Mutiny Cafe. Information Cafe on in South the corner Broadway. of First and Broadway, or excuse me, not First, uh, oh, Ellsworth Broadway and, and Ellsworth. South Broadway. Yeah. It's almost as though if you let me keep talking, I'm also going to say the address correctly. <laughs> it's not like I didn't think you would. I just wanted I to add to the conversation. I'm I know, sorry. but you were adding the exact same information that I was in the process of saying. We do that sometimes, and it tends to be okay. I didn't realize I that now was different. Um, and uh, anyway, it's a uh, uh, trans, non-binary, gender fluid. Intersex, gender fuck. Intersex, gender fuck, gender queer specific performance Not event. cis people. Not cis people. Uh, performance and not any binary trans people. Yeah, there are binary trans. There are no, not everyone who is performing is not everyone who's performing is trans. Yes, and not that like binary trans people. I are, thought that I thought that we had one binary person who was performing. Yes, but not a binary trans person. Yeah. Okay. Yes, that's fair. None of the trans people who are performing identify as binary. That is yes. true. Um, and. Also, I don't know if that person identifies as binary. No, we should ask. Yes. Um, But that's why I didn't want to... No, that's totally fair. Um, We can't ask right now. Anyway, uh, and there's going to be drag, and there's going to be music, and there's going to be poetry, and Kai's doing their performance of Transbender again, One Morning Girl's Brave Journey. Um, It's going to be really cool, and it's free, and it's all ages. Um... And you should come. Yeah, there is some nudity, so like. Yeah, I don't think any children uh, listen to our podcasts, but like. That's some... maybe parents who want to bring their children listen to our podcast. I doubt that very much, but you never know. Sarah, Sarah's a parent. Sarah also does not live in this state and probably will not be coming to the show. Probably not. However, she might listen to our podcast. Yes. <laughs> um. 
You can, yeah, you can bring kids if you want. Just yeah, like some just content might that. not be super yeah. like quote unquote children appropriate, but also like, you get to decide think, what that means. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. So um, let's um, go to our main segment with our final remaining right. 10 I, or 20 minutes. I feel like E3 at this point was the main segment. I think it really was, which Do is why I wanted keep to keep talking, talking about, about it. E3 yeah, I think, oh, I, think yes. I want to. Yeah. Of, Should I be surfing to see if, when does Sony start? I don't know, this afternoon sometime? Yeah, this afternoon at some point. See if there's any Sony information. Yeah. What Watch else? Live now. Oh, it's live right now. They're not just Square Enix, sorry. Mm. I did know the Square Square Enix conference I think is happening right now. Yeah, I do want to talk more about Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah, there's going to be some information on... Oh, and then I want to talk... Like, can I just talk briefly about uh, Shout Out of the Tomb Raider? Yeah, It doesn't look that good, but I don't need it to be that good. I just need it to be Tomb Raider. It's got to have Lara Croft in it. It does look like it's going to have some real, maybe icky cultural biz. But that's Tomb Raider. It's... Yeah, but it's been... Like, this is the first one set in... Well, I guess the first one was set in Japan, but I mostly, like, didn't do that. Um, I don't know. Like, it's set in Mexico, I believe. It would make the most sense if it was set in Mexico. It's mostly just set South America so so far, but it's, like, the the area where it's supposed to be, the, like, my apocalypse should be Mexico, as far as I know. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I just don't trust Square Enix to handle that very well. I understand yeah. that you do not trust uh, Screenix to handle it very well. I'm trying to find uh, out where it's taking Squeenix. place. Screenix. <laughs> so I called in my mind. <coughs> that's like? that's very cute. That's I appreciate Squeenix you sharing that. Sneeze. That, <laughs> that was dumb. I'm sorry. That was, that was pretty good, actually. I enjoyed it. I don't know. Um, I wanted to talk so, more. Uh, oh. Just. What's up? Uh, so it's the Mayans. Yes. We're located in Central America, Northern yes. Central America, Mexico, Guatemala, Belize, Honduras, the Yucatan Peninsula, and El Salvador. Yes. So, so do we know that it's in yes. it Central America? Area. Okay. Um, so it also re- already reads as kind of icky to me if they just say Central America and won't give you like a country where it's located. That is a little. Maybe she goes all around Central America. It's not usually how Tomb Raider games work, but. Because it's usually you're just kind of in the one area because yeah. you're just on foot. Sure. Okay, that makes um, sense. But the last anyway. one was set. I mean, I talked a little bit about like the last one was supposed to be set. On uh, that island with the weird gender. What? On the island with the weird gender and the goddess. Who you, like, no, that's the first one. Oh. Yeah. I was like, the, does the island have a gender? No, that's the first one that's set in an island off of Japan. Okay. Is okay. Specifically okay, okay. set as Japan. I didn't realize the that. The second one, which is the last game. Uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider is set in like Russia or like it's set in Siberia so it's set in Russia okay but like the P it's supposed to be like Jesus and his followers but they just call him the prophet stick with me um, ran away from the Holy Land basically and ended up in Siberia okay so Jesus and his like fall Jesus what they call him the Question prophet um, maybe he's just a prophet it, but it's like he's the prophet. It's whatever. Okay. End up in uh, Siberia somehow. I forget how. It's it's pretty dumb. Um, sure. And they end up, they like have this like weird like underground oasis city where like Jesus is still alive. What? Because he's immortal. This whole time? Yeah, because he's immortal because there's like a relic or something. Oh. And he has these like immortal armor guardians, which they did in the first game and then they did it again and I assume they'll do, do it in the third Do you defeat? Game them are you it's, supposed to no, kill no, them no keep stick with me keep okay. listening okay um because the enemy in the game is not jesus and oh his, thank goodness okay quote unquote the prophet and his people it's this organization called trinity who killed your dad oh. and is trying to like get the like relic that's making jesus immortal to like 
save humanity because it could like make people you could bring people eternal life basically it's basically that one indiana jones movie oh okay um, yeah uh the one I'm familiar the, cut the lost last crusade last thank you crusade. i haven't actually seen any of those movies what my mom would let me watch them um, because she thought that they were going to be too scary for me. Oh, jeez! I mean, they probably would have been. Yeah, but and now I love they're Indiana just kinda, Jones, well, now, and it's so problematic and shitty. Yeah, now it's problematic and shitty. So I think I just sort of missed the no, boat that's totally on being fine. able to be invested in Indiana Jones. So, um, anyway, and then he. So you're in Siberia. I think I've talked about this podcast before. But no. anyway, all Jesus, the man, he's and all his followers come from the Middle East. All of the people are like blue-eyed, ginger-haired white people in the like Siberian Jesus land where all these people are and like even Jesus who's I mean all of America likes to think Jesus is white and that doesn't make any fucking sense at all so like all these people are white and then also like they if they were like interbreeding with like people in Siberia oh, I like hate to use that word. I know but like people in that area of the world are dark-skinned also yeah. so like it, it, no part of them being light-skinned makes any sense uh-huh. and all of them speak accentless English which doesn't make any fucking sense at all and all your like armor guards though yell at you in Greek and like because they like came through Macedonia or whatever it's really a mashup an unclear mashup um so and like the the first bible's written in Greek so like it literally any other language would have made like if they were speaking Russian like great they learn Russian if they were speaking Greek or Latin, like anything else would have made more sense. Um, or God forbid, like Farsi or Arabic um, or whatever they spoke then. Anyway, all of which is to say, I have, based on all of the things I just said and how fucking ridiculous it was and whitewashed, I have extremely little confidence in Shadow of the Tomb Raider to be culturally sensitive. Yeah, that's... Um, totally that was fair. kind of a rant. Let's talk about <laughs> Cyberpunk 2077, which looks like a very good game. I'm just really excited about the aesthetics of it because... Mm-hmm. And I'm also really excited about the fact that it's, like, uh, from a tabletop RPG. Like, that's when it started. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The concept of taking, like, a tabletop RPG to a game is just very exciting to for like me based really on, based cool on previous game. games that have mm-hmm. been turned into um, Baldur's tabletop. Gate Baldur's Gate is what I'm thinking of. Yeah, specifically. Um, oh, and I think that game's called, like, Neverwinter Nights. Yes? I believe you. But those games, even then, yes. are, like, they're more like, let's take a tabletop RPG and put it into a game engine where it's, like, top-down and you, like, click to move around and stuff. Where Cyberpunk 2077 is, like, a first-person, story-driven RPG. Yeah, I think or it's maybe just taking, person. like, I don't know. I don't know which one it is. It's just taking, yeah, like, no, the like, world of... footage released. No, that's true. It's just taking the world of Cyberpunk and turning it into, like, a really beautiful-looking game. It's just that aesthetic um, is so visually appealing in such a specific it's way that, like, scratches a specific aesthetic. itch, which I feel... Gesundheit, Ooh, which I feel has not necessarily been fulfilled successfully by games that's in the true. past. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, it feels like there hasn't been a game that is good. Right, because like it, it looks. Aaron and I were talking about before you got here again. Uh, <laughs> we talked talk? about it a lot before you got here. Because <laughs> you we were talking. here for 15 minutes. Okay, yeah. I was going to say. Quick yeah, I guess. We were talking about um, how Cyberpunk 2077 kind of looks like Deus Ex, but good. Yes, it, uh, uh, it does. It Deus definitely Ex, does. Deus Ex does not have a lot of color. Look, was fine. I played, like, something, Aaron, I played, like, four hours of it like two or three years ago and haven't picked it up since and as i was playing it i was like this is kind of a cool game i got stuck in this pretty impossible level but like already um but i was like this is kind of a neat game but it's so monochromatic Mm -hmm. yeah and like dark 
in the gut. Oh, God, fuck. In the gut. I can't say, see. Say I can, what, tell me what I you want to say. I can either support my voice or make it do the thing I want it to do. But the guy. He like. But it, the guy. More raspy. But gruff. the guy. More gruff. But the guy. More gruff. Define but gruff. the. Yeah, what do you mean by gruff? I'm trying to. <laughs> like. This is. But the guy. That exactly okay. what Aaron just did. Uh, de- de- delivers all of his lines exactly like oh, that. He does. Yeah. yeah. Okay, oh, jeez. Right. Yeah, the thing Aaron just did with his voice. Will you do it louder into the microphone? But the guy. Yes. That's how that guy um, delivers all of his lines. I don't care game. for that one bit. Adam Jensen. Adam <laughs> Jensen. Um, you're Are, not a more movie announcer. I wanted oh, like okay. Christian Bale. I, I was thinking I should have said movie Christian Bale's Batman. You should have definitely said that. That would have helped thinking. me. Um. Gruff to me means a lot of things. Yeah. You see. Um, more Christian Bale's Batman. Uh, anyway, so it was kind of silly. And Cyberbook 2077 looks very, it's like the same thing, basically. I mean, it's the same thing as a lot of those, like, dystopian cyberpunk futures, which I'm pretty sure the aesthetic was named after that game. Like, the, the original tabletop, tabletop RPG was called Cyberpunk, and that, the cyberpunk, like, aesthetic... I don't that, know enough about that I don't to know, disagree with you. I don't know, but chronologically that makes sense sure, if that sure. game came out in the late 70s, early 80s, because goth didn't even exist until the 80s, and then from there came all the subsets. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, and like there was other like sci-fi and so forth that influenced that, but I think the name might have come from that game. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's very colorful, and it's it the same thing so where it's colorful. like the same thing as Deus Ex, where it's like the world is run by all these corporations, and you can have cybernetic implants and the line between android and human, and blah blah blah. Yeah. Except that it looks colorful and interesting, which a lot of those movies um, are not either are not. of those things. No, that's true. A lot of those movies or games or what te- what have you. Um, are I not feel like the most colorful things. one that I've seen was uh, Akira. Yeah, totally. Um, that's probably like the most colorful one that Akira's I can think of. also wicked sad. No, it's wicked sad. I'm just saying, like, that's the most colorful, like, um, like that aesthetic game that uh, game movie that I can think of. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like there's another. Well, that's like a lot of movies that I really like. I mean, even The Matrix is that, but very dark. It's and very Deus dark. Ex is like that, but very dark. Yes. And um, Tron Legacy is like that, but Bad. black and white and really bad incredibly bad just so bad really pretty but very it's just very a, bad it's a two we watched hour it long very high Daft Punk musical uh, or uh, music video um they already have one of those that's really better blotted. it's yeah Can you see that movie? what blotted interstellar 555 oh no okay it's okay. okay all right it's, it, it's exactly what you described it's a two-hour Daft Punk music video but it's it's a full film with a plot cool this was just like, um, like Daft Punk did the music, so that's all. It just felt like like it wasn't supposed to be that. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think there's. I'm trying to think. There's an example that I can't quite hold in my brain of something that's doing colorful and well, but I might just be thinking of sort of all the um, uh, like retro wave and synth wave and dark wave music I've been listening to and their aesthetics. Maybe like, that game looks like that musical aesthetic made game which i know that that musical aesthetic is like based on the aesthetics of the 80s but now we have the technology to make we have that world look as good as it sounds yes which it deserves to look honestly yeah Yeah. i completely agree it looks like a gunship album 
made game. Yes. 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 So anyway, to to conclude our podcast, our oh. special E three edition, we're 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 about out of time. I think we're at like oh. well, there's twenty more minutes. Uh, what? Really? We got twenty more minutes. It's only it's fifty minutes. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. I'm yeah. surprised by that. Okay. I was I wanted to talk some more about E uh, three. This is well, great. Guess what? Let's do it. Oh my Let's god. Do it. Okay. Um. I guess you don't you don't necessarily want to talk more about Fallout seventy six, do you? I'm fine talking about Fallout seventy six. I just didn't want you two to go off on this long what was your Fallout Fallout game yeah, tangent no, that. based fair. on games that I, the other host of the podcast, have not played. No, that's totally respectable. I understand. It's like I have Aaron and I were experience. gonna go over here and talk about Zelda for 50, 20 minutes, which I have heard you do and have been fine with. Well, yeah, okay. I mean, yeah. <laughs> It's okay. It's what I get I'm it. Playing right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I just want to talk more about. Uh, I tie mine to gender. I guess. That's the difference. <sighs> I'm sorry. Fallout so seventy six is. <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing a this. new gender. I'm stressed. And no, I'm <laughs> I'm also stressed. Um, I'm I'm curious about what the if a lot of the stuff from Fallout four is going to be coming over into Fallout seventy six like um like this new weapons building techniques and like the new like like power suit building techniques there was that little bit of uh gameplay where you saw somebody or maybe that might have honestly that very well could have been a different game because we watched trailers for literally 10 different games that looked exactly the same uh yeah no it's very true there's a huge apocalypse theme right now i want to talk actually about that um division division two why it looks bad well because it looks bad and i want to talk about why i think it looks bad okay it literally looks like uh, at first point it's a tom clancy game it looks like, yes tom, it looks like american propaganda like it looks like yes. american war propaganda which i think it genuinely that's is that's how tom clancy that's games how do. yeah exactly that's how tom clancy games are yes. um it just it really was uh an unfortunate occurrence <laughs> during the E3 contract. I just was I just was displeased about it. Anyway, I'm I'm always curious about when these new games come into play. If sorry? I said I didn't have that many emotions about it just because it looked so bad and it so we were watching we should say, we were watching the Xbox E three conference, but we were also watching the Polygon live stream of yes. it. So we were watching uh Simone and Pat and Brian from Polygon talk about it and sometimes over it while it was happening. Yes. So they talked over a lot of the division part, and so did Kai and I because we had no interest in it. Yeah, no. Yeah, it's like when you go to a music festival and when the no band you care about is playing, you just go like, get drunk. Yeah, which is basically the equivalent of what we were doing. Yeah. Um, when with all of these new games coming out that are kind of like uh, continuations of previous franchises, uh. I always wonder what things are going to come over and what things aren't, mm-hmm. and I'm. I don't know, because Monster Hunter World, to me, did not have as much of a uh, plot. No, it's not about the plot at all. As I would have as I would have liked, and it seems like Fallout 76 is going to be kind of a similar multiplayer type game to that. And well, that yeah, radically different world. Yeah, like and, that. and that's just, and that's making me a little bit nervous about the, losing the some of the story elements. With, with Monster Hunter World, though, is it was a game that had a terrible plot and wasn't ever about the plot yeah no it wasn't insisted on forcing seven minute long cutscenes down your throat yeah. Uh, yeah and that would also prevent you from playing with your friends like every time you went in and out of a hunt like you had to enter a new lobby which it it, they just uh, shot themselves in the foot for no reason with the whole multiplayer thing. 
that's totally fair. See, I, I, I never, just... I never had those problems because I played all of my Monster Hunter World solo because I have no. Here's the thing about me: I do not like multiplayer gaming. I don't like it. I vastly prefer to play video games by myself, like ninety nine percent of the time. Sometimes I like multiplayer occasionally, or like if it's a racing game, obviously I like to play against somebody. Yeah. But most, like nine times out of ten, I very much just want because video games for me are partially about like I spend all day interacting with people. And, like, my jobs are about that. And, like, I'm an introvert. I need lots of time to, um, like, recharge by myself. So video game, like, I can be around other people when I'm playing games. But video games for me are partially about I get to – it's like reading a book. It's, like, for me, it's just a different medium of I get to experience this story by myself. And I do not have to interact with other people while I do it. And that's how, like, reading books is for me. And video games serve the same purpose. So I don't prefer, even with games like Monster Hunter World, I vastly prefer to play that on my own because I just want to run around and beat up dinosaurs with my cat. And I do not care if it's easier with other people. I don't want to, certainly don't want to, like I play with friends, certainly do not want to ever speak to a stranger while I'm playing a video game. That stresses me out so badly. No, no interest at all in playing video games with strangers. See, that's really interesting to me because I grew up with a lot of my social interactions being playing video games with strangers. Um because I was a very uh, ostracized child in some respects um, with like at, at, a, at particular points in my life. So I sure. would play games like Gesundheit. I would play games like World of Warcraft and like Halo and Call of Duty and stuff because there were um, communities there, regardless of how kind those communities were. Totally. There were still people there. The one exception in I can think of. Destiny. Sorry. No, because I just bought that to play with Wendy specifically, yeah. and that's the only person I ever played with. Like, <laughs> I bought wow. that we used because Wendy was like, hey, get Destiny, we can play together. Yeah. Like, I never played Destiny if Wendy wasn't playing. Um, the one exception I can think of is, like, during that part when I was I an ostracized show, because I didn't have, like, World of Warcraft and stuff, because my uh, parents wouldn't get it for me. Either we didn't have enough money. Like, my, like, my parents wouldn't spend money on video games for me because they didn't see the value in them. Sure, and World of Warcraft cost a um, pretty penny. Yeah, and, and like even though they were the thing like i remember for my 19th birthday the only i mean like this is gonna be privileged for sure but it's just a story and i recognize the privilege they're in the only thing i wanted for my 19th birthday was i mean it was the only thing i wanted for christmas really was when skyward sword came out because my birthday and christmas are about a month apart Mm -hmm. so for one of those holidays the one thing i like really really wanted like by far most wanted was skyward sword Mm -hmm. um and i didn't get it and then when my parents didn't get it for me they were like I'm just past the point in my life where I'm willing to spend $60 on video games. And in my head, I was like, but it's not about you. Like, you're buying a gift for another human being who really wants that video game, who finds it very valuable. And now I'm trying to make a career out of video games. The joke's on them, I guess. But I got money for that one of those two holidays, and I just immediately spent that money on Skyward Sword because that's what I wanted. And I didn't understand, like, why it had to be about what my parents saw value in or not. So consequently, I didn't get to spend any money on video games. And the one video game where, like, when I had no physical friends, the one, like, online video game I got invested in was I played a ton of Puzzle Pirates, um, which I don't know if you ever played that. But it was this silly little online puzzle game. And it was like, you got, like, you sailed around the ocean and you had crews of people um, and you, like, sword fought and stuff. But, like, all of the mechanics to do all those things were puzzles. Oh, that's interesting. Um, and, like, varying degrees of, like, like I'm trying to think, like, sailing was kind of like Tetris. And, like, like all, they were, like, pretty common, like, puzzle games. And then you could also, like, in the pub, you, or I guess sword fighting was more like Tetris. Um, but in the pub, you could, um, 
play spades and poker and hearts against mm-hmm. people too. Like you could play all these games against people. And I've always really liked spades. I played a lot of online spades at one point in my life. Um, and you could spend actual money on it to get coins, but also you could just like play Not, puzzles and yeah. sail on ships and stuff to get coins. Um, and then when I re- there was a summer I replayed puzzle parts for a while as an adult just to see like the summer before I went abroad yeah, yeah. to college. And I spent actual money on the game and it was way fucking easier because it was like my game and my money and I could yeah, do whatever sure. I wanted. Um, but that was the one space where I felt like I used games for that reason. Um, but again, like I, I got stressed out by the social interactions and very much just wanted to do the puzzles a lot of the time. I mean, I totally get it. It's just the main appeal of multiplayer for me now because I am far more fulfilled by a lot of my in-person communities and social interactions is to play with friends. And as I was talking about before is I have literally always wanted to play Bethesda games with friends and the Elder Scrolls Online sucked. Um, And I grew up like where we would play, like trade off playing Oblivion like next to each other because we had wanted to play together so badly. Um, So the idea that there is a Fallout game that hypothetically I could play with our lovely producer Aaron and we could like hang out in Fallout 76 world that would be so tight to me because I love hanging out with Aaron in person, but you know I'd love to hang yeah. out with Aaron in West Virginia. Exactly, and for me, for me, it's uh, my whole introduction to video games was through my dad, mm-hmm. and like everything I played was mostly multiplayer and, and with my dad um, and his friends, and then I grew up with a bunch of other kids who had similar experiences of um, playing World of Warcraft, and that I yeah. made friends with other people at school online before I made friends with them at school. Sure. Like That's we would, cute. We would meet in gym and be like, oh, I'm going to be on World of Warcraft later. And it was through playing World of Warcraft with those people that I became friends with them in real life. We did that with RuneScape. Yeah, and yeah. Now, uh, now I'm going to be playing Fallout 76 with them and my dad. And yeah. I, because I don't get to see them anymore in person. Sure. So it, it, for me, video games, I don't play single player much right now. I mostly just play to hang out. Totally. And I have this weird thing. I don't know why this is, but, like, I find it a lot less fun to play games with people who are my friends than to just hang out with them in real life. Like, I don't have any particularly strong... Like, if I have a really awesome game, I don't ever... I can't remember ever having had a particularly strong desire to put that with somebody. Like, I'm always just like, this is... Except for, like, party games, like Jackbox games and stuff. Yeah. Um, But for the most part, I just, like, don't prefer games where you... Yeah, I just don't prefer playing games with, like, I would, like, if we were going to, like, I don't know, I don't know how to, like, articulate this, but I would just much rather, like, I, like, I would feel fulfilled watching you two play Fallout 76 against one another, but I don't want to do, I mean, or with. He would. They do have a PvP uh, mechanic. Yeah, um, they do. But I also, like, yeah, maybe it's partially, like, self-consciousness, maybe, like, there's a lingering sense of like I'm not good enough at this game to be playing with you or something like that. Like, oh, I totally still have that. That uh, I did enjoy Destiny while like when I was playing with Wendy, we would play for like a few hours at a time. But after we were done, or like whenever I was like, okay, I need to go to bed, I would go be like relieved and like go play a different game by myself for a little while because it doesn't serve the same function of like winding down. I me. totally get that. Yeah, I mean, single player games definitely play a winding down function. That's why I really like the thing that we've been doing now where we will both quietly play our respective games near each other. Yes. Because I really like being around you, but I also, hello, I also really want to um, Hi, baby. like play a game quietly because I had a very long weekend and I'm very tired and mm-hmm. just want to be by myself, but also with you. 
Um, so I totally, I get where you're coming from with that, I yeah. think. Yeah, I don't really know what it is specifically, just like that's... Well, yeah, there are different times that I'd want to be with people and then not be with people, and it feels like Fallout 76 would let me do that, like it play by like myself, oh, and then cool, yeah. if Aaron comes on, go see Aaron for yeah. a bit and then go back to Well, that's place. the thing, I wasn't really interested in Monster Hunter Worlds. I was interested in it, but I was not going to get it, and then when somebody told me that you could solo it, like you could play yeah, you were like single player, I was like, oh, thank God, and then I got monster hunter world and i've very much enjoyed it yeah I yeah haven't played it in a little while but i do it's a very fun game anyway e3 was quite a ride mm-hmm. and the nintendo conference is happening later this week i'm yeah. very excited about that we're They're very excited talk to talk about to monster you about more of, these, more of these things um oh. who knows who knows what will be happening the sony conference oh there she goes um the sony conference is happening later today i think the square enix currently com- com- no that's the square enix conference oh, is happening yeah. currently um, as I was, I was literally in the process of saying, the Square Enix conference is happening right now, um, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll hopefully like use our social media to talk about it. Yeah, but it's not like we're ever going to be the first people reporting on it. But yeah, because the thing is, this weekend is also Pride for us, and oh, we also yeah, have a lot Jesus of shows and things Christ. that we have to be in charge of at the same yeah. time. Well, we'll there's our show, and then can. also like just very important partying to be done. Very important and partying and social organizing, and also the celebrating the fact that we're queer and we've survived. Oh, don't do what I think you're planning on doing. Oh no, hold on, the cat's about to jump on a bookcase. Tori, don't you dare, Tori. Tori. No. No. Hey, come on. Tori's in trouble. Tori's, Tori's Tori, trying to jump on something dare. that will be very bad for it's her. It's a very and probably tall bookcase with a vase sitting on the edge of it. Yeah. She never does shit like this. There we there go. There we go. She thought better of it. She's afraid of heights, she remembered. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, okay, I, have a, I just want to say that uh, I am very excited. We received a, a message about a game called... Oh, Monster Prom. Monster Prom. Yeah, yeah. we Can have I, a plan for Monster Prom. Do you... Oh. Aaron, uh, Kai, yeah, Kai told me about this. So we have decided that we're going to, when, after this week is over, after Pride is over, after we have a little bit more time, we are going to do, at some point, our first ever Let's Play Let's stream, play. Um, where Aaron and Kai and I are all going to play Monster Prom. Yeah. So, against one another, because that's the only way to play Monster Prom. It is a competitive dating sim. After I'm going to try... I'm going to try to when they're competitive, be... It's funny, when I... I and this might speak to me psychologically. I am more inclined to want to play a game with other people if it is a competitive game. Hannah likes competing. Is the thing about I don't Hannah. Particularly and I like more, to play co-op games I where you're working together towards working together. something. I like to play com- competitive games where you are competing against one one another. And I just refuse to participate in that. Yeah, because you keep fucking apologizing to me for being better than at me than Mario Kart. Which Listen, is if we were to play Monster Prom together, I would try to be a very supportive. Um, like metamore to you all yes and you will fail the game because it is a competitive dating but i'll feel good about myself morally (sighs) i'll feel ethically superior hi how much is it it's 12 bucks do 12 bucks on steam it's not bad yeah we should definitely buy it it i I already did yeah anyway um i will date somebody but i won't i won't not support you all in dating people I'm gonna per- specifically try to fuck you over in that game. I know you always do. So badly. <laughs> anyway, I this know, has always. been. In Mario Kart, I just try to win, but I'm not as good at Mario Kart. That's true. Uh, this has been if it's gay we play. Our E3 competition. Our episode. E3 special competition. Oh special my God, my lips are Fallout. So fucking dry from how much I had to blow my nose yesterday. 
I had to work outdoors <laughs> at the coffee shop I work at. There's a farmer's market Organic. that happens on the street on Sundays, and I had to work outdoors all day, which was awesome because I met a lot of really cool dogs. A lot of cute pups. And made easy money, and it was fun, and I like my job. But also, I had a severe allergy attack because the allergies in Colorado were fucking ridiculous right now. Can you yeah. not, Tori? I'm trying to eat Aaron's leftovers. So. You're hamming it up, you little ham. Uh, I'm no, looking to wrap things up. Let's stop the episode now. Um, so come see Genderfuck. It's at Mutiny Information Cafe this Wednesday at 8, this sun- the 13th at 8, this Sunday the 17th at 7. Um, it's a free variety hour with Talkback. It's going to be dope. Can't We're afford not excited. to go. Um, you can buy some red coffee from Mutiny. Um, like, you could support us. Oh, and donate the other thing it. is, we just switched podcast hosting sites. Yeah, we're very excited we're on about it. Now, um, which means it's it's a lot easier for us to host on different things, and we are now available on Google Play. Yeah, so tell your friends who don't have Apple devices. Um, we are still obviously available on Apple Podcasts. We're still available to stream at stickpropro.com slash if it's gay we play. Mm-hmm. Um, we are still available to like and subscribe on iTunes and to I guess be Google liked. Play. <laughs> And uh, yeah, like us, rate us, subscribe us. The more likes, rate, the more like ratings and, and reviews we get, the easier it is for us to be seen by more people. And the more people that you tell about us, the more people. Yeah, we don't about pay us. to advertise. We did once on we Facebook. We did once on Facebook. We don't, other than that, um, we might buy like a jumbo drama. I don't think that really counts. Yeah, we'll see. Either um, way, you should tell people about our show if you like it because we really we that like message you. that we got from AJ. We're gonna shout him out again. Uh, the message that we got that from that AJ friend on Facebook. Yeah, was they were so, so nice. Sweet, they gave us they monster prom. They were so prom. excited, and they they said they felt like our new friends, and uh, that makes us feel really good. And um, we that's what we're trying to do is like build community. And there's so many of you out there listening. We had no idea. Podcast yes, gives yeah. us uh, how many people yeah, are listening. Yeah, like d- d- listener analytics. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and now Google Play is an option. So yeah. That's neat. Or our website. Or our website or iTunes. Wherever you get your podcast. Oh, the cat's about to touch the microphone. She's sniffing. She's, oh, that's, there she goes. Anyway, uh, keep keep playing gay. Keep being games. Bye. Bye. We love you. We love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.